Hello, everyone. I am Sapjun Sasa. Welcome to Culture Rainbow, a place where we explore cultural differences and diverse ways of thinking and living through storytelling. In this series of life as an immigrant, I would like to share with you the challenges I experienced growing up as an immigrant in France, as well as my attempts to try to fit in the French society. In this episode, we'll talk about why I moved to France when I was a teenager. When I was 15 years old, my parents told me that they were getting a divorce. My younger sister, my younger brother, and I were free to choose with whom we would like to live. We could either stay in Hong Kong with my father, or move to France with my mother. My mom wanted to move to France for job security. In Hong Kong, you can lose your job any time, basically. If the company decides to fire you, you can lose your job the day after. But in France, it's a very different story. It is very difficult to lay off people. If the employee does not want to resign and the company wants them to leave, the company has to pay huge amounts of compensation, plus give the employee three months' notice. My parents were always under the stress of losing their jobs due to the expensive rent in Hong Kong. And the financial pressure of raising three children, both my parents were working, and my mom always thought if one day one of them loses their job, the whole family will be in financial difficulty. She knew about the job security in France because she lived there before for several years, so she announced that she would be moving to France after the divorce. My sister, my brother, and I were given some time to think with whom and where we would like to live. I was a top student in my secondary school at that time. I managed to score good marks in exams with minimum effort. I had a lot of friends. I loved the local culture, movies, and pop songs. I used to spend my afternoons singing karaoke and hanging out in cafes like other teenagers of my age. My life was very comfortable and enjoyable. However, like everyone else, I was attracted to the new. I wanted to discover a new country, a new culture. I wanted to meet new people who look and think differently. But in fact, my biggest motivation for going to France was to escape from the HKCEE, the Hong Kong Certificate of Education Examination. It was considered as the equivalent of the GCSE in the UK. Its aim was to assess students after five years of secondary education. I grew up hearing that people need to study many hours a day in order to prepare for this exam. In some extreme cases, people can study even up to eighteen hours a day, and usually they start the revision program more than one year ahead. What is at stake is the student's future, because the results of this exam would determine whether you will be eligible to go to a good university or not, and subsequently whether you will be able to get a good job or not. Then, when I was fourteen, I found out more about how dreadful the revision process for this exam was. I was going out with a boy who was two years older than me, and he was going to sit in this exam in a few months. So our dating schedule went like that. We met at ten a.m. in the library, where he would be studying for this exam, and I would be reading books or doing other stuff while desperately waiting for him to be free. After two hours, we would go for lunch, but only for half an hour because he wanted to rush back to the library to study more. 
He went on studying until 6 p.m. Then he would walk me home. So in total, in a day, we would speak only during the half an hour of lunch and during the half an hour of walk from the library to my home. That hardly seemed like a date to me. So I felt like, no, there is no way that I am going to waste one year of my life just studying and not having time to do anything else. I can't accept that all the joy will be squeezed out of my life for one entire year. I was a good student, but it was impossible to escape from that revision hell because I was only good at memorizing facts for the next day's exam on a particular topic, but I can't possibly remember all the details for an exam that would test you on the wide range of a two-year program. So I chose to run away. It was out of fear out of cowardice, that I made the decision to go to France. I was not brave enough to face this exam. I couldn't bear the thought of having no life during one year. This is the story of every immigrant. We all want to escape from something in our home country, and we are all in search of a better life. In my case, I wanted to escape from the education system in Hong Kong, For others, it might be political oppression, bleak economy, natural disaster, or social inequality. We see the light of a better life, but we are not aware of the challenges, loneliness, and for some, the hostility that lie ahead. Moving to a new country is knowing what you will get, but not knowing what you will lose. It is like a villager whose dream is to go to the city. In the village, he has to work hard in the fields, but has very good relationships with his neighbors, has a pretty relaxed work pace, has his own house and grows his own food. The only thing is, he doesn't have an air conditioner. He suffers in summers because he can only afford fans, so he dreams of working in the city and getting an air conditioner in his house. He then moves to the city now has to work many more hours with deadlines and stress, lives in a small flat, barely interacts with neighbors as everybody is too busy with their own lives. So he now has his own air conditioner, but he feels lonely and depressed. This is a rather gloomy picture, but don't be mistaken. I'm not saying that I regret my decision of going to France. I have learned many things and grew in many different ways thanks to this adventure, A part of the French culture has become part of who I am today and enriched my personality and identity. It's just that if I knew I would be exchanging one year of hard work for 10 years of hardships, I don't know if I would have made the same choice again. Now that I'm aware of the full picture, I'm not sure I want to go through all this pain again. I started the journey as an immigrant who didn't speak a word of French, scored zero in tests, and bullied by classmates. And eventually, I managed to climb up the social ladder, graduate from one of the best business schools in France, get a job in the booming startup ecosystem in Paris, and become part of the French elite. So after 10 years, on the surface, I succeeded as an immigrant, But deep inside, I was unhappy. I failed to develop the sense of belonging to this country, culture, and society due to many reasons. 
So in the end, I left the country. I don't see it as a failure, but rather as a journey of self-discovery, where I learn to know myself better. I'm very happy with my life now. I am traveling the world, teaching languages online. All my struggles are far behind me, and I do not hold a grudge against my past, not anymore. I just want to share my story because I want more people to know what immigrants go through, and if there is anyone who is experiencing right now difficulties in his or her host country, hopefully my story could give him or her some strength and comfort. You are not alone. I believe stories can change lives, and we can create the world we want to see by helping each other. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can subscribe to my channel on Spotify for upcoming episodes, and you are welcome to share a story with me too. See you next time.